the Patriots beat the New York Giants, but am I more concerned or impressed by that Patriots win? Plus, Jerry Jones makes comments on whether or not Jason Garrett will be fired. Do I believe him? And it's time for my lock, upset, and game of the week picks for week six. Plus, are Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes on the same level so far this season? And a 49ers Rams preview as well as the Browns trouble. NFL Pact starts now. Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Friend, here on an NFL Friday. Plenty to get to to start to preview week six. But first, we do need to start with the very first game of week six, and that was last night. The New England Patriots beating the Giants 35 to 14, the final score. New England improves to 6 0, Giants drop to 2 4. And, and listen, to answer the question I led off this podcast with, more impressed or concerned with the Patriots? Folks, we still have no idea who they are. We have no idea who this team is. Look at their schedule. You can tell me, you can tell me actually who this Patriots team is from beating those teams. And after last night specifically, I have more concerns. To beat the Giants without Saquon Barkley, without Evan Ingram, without Shepard, what the New England Patriots needed to do. Otherwise, mark my words, it would have been a very close game if these things didn't happen. It took three Daniel Jones interceptions. It took one blocked punt return for a touchdown and a fumble return for a touchdown. You needed those five turnovers in order to beat the New York Giants. And Patriots fans who don't think it wouldn't have been a close game without that are delusional. And this comes from somebody who has no rooting interest in the NFL. Listen, Patriots fans, I'm not saying you're not good. You're damn good. But if you don't have your concerns for what the goals of this team are, which is to win a Super Bowl, then I don't know what you're watching. Tom Brady is still not the same guy. hate to break it to you. Another interception yesterday. His running game support. Continues to be subpar. Past Julian Edelman and Josh Gordon as targets. By the way, Gordon got banged up last night. They have Joe Schmo and Billy Bob at wide receiver. In this great defense everybody claims the Patriots have. Has gone up against Big Ben and a mess of the Steelers offense in week one. Ryan Fitzpatrick. And Josh Rosen of the Miami Dolphins. Luke Falk, Josh Allen, Colt McCoy, and rookie Daniel Jones. And Patriots fans really think they can tell me that this team should be the favorite for the Super Bowl. And by the way, I'm not saying they shouldn't be. But you have the Jets next week, too. It's a joke. Your true schedule doesn't start till week eight versus the Browns. And then we can at least start to make some sort of judgment on what kind of team this Patriots team will be going forward. All right, let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys because Jerry Jones made some comments on whether or not Jason Garrett might possibly be fired, and he said, quote, don't bet any money on that happening, end quote. I fully believe him. I fully believe him. And people know I have been super uber critical about this Cowboys team the past two weeks. 
But you think Jerry Jones is going to fire Jason Garrett this season? You think he's going to fire his puppet? He's got a pu he's a ventriloquist out there. Does Jason Garrett go bah, 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 whatever Jerry Jones want? Blah, 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 BS, BS, blah, 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 blah. That's what happens. You think he's going to fire him? And by the way, it's not going to work because those who love comfort fail to go from good to great. And the Cal Dallas Cowboys right now are failing to go from good to great. Soon as you face good competition, Saints-Packers, loss-loss. By the way, remind you, Saints without Drew Brees. What do you think is going to happen if you face them in the playoffs with them? Jason Garrett right now has the same number of seasons at 500 or below as he's had winning. Four. Four of each. Dude is the epitome of average. But Jason... Uh, excuse me, Jerry Jones. I was almost said Jason Jer <laughs> Jason Jones. Basically, same thing. It's not going to fire him. He doesn't have a contract in place until 2020. He's a sitting duck coach. But he clearly is going to sit out this year. And for Cowboys fans who say, well, Nick, it isn't his fault. The roster, the this, the that, the other. My goodness, Cowboy fans have more excuses than a dead horse has flies. It's unbelievable how many excuses Cowboy fans will pull out a left, right, and center. It's his fault. A large part of it is his fault. And by the way, I think Cowboy fans, more than ever, would be wanting to move on from him. At a time in which Dak's development is more important than ever. At a time in which keeping Ezekiel Elliott healthy and involved in the game plan is more important than ever. At a time in which, if you don't make the NFC Championship game, it's a failure. You would think Dallas Cowboys fans might actually want a competent coach in place. And I think some are starting to turn around to the idea. But more importantly, Jerry Jones is not. All right, it's time for my week six lock upsets and game of the week picks. We will start with my game of the week, and that is undoubtedly the Houston Texans traveling to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Right now, KC is a four and a half point favorite. And my goodness, one of my main theses about the NFL, especially when it comes to picking these games, is we overreact from a week-to-week -week basis. We overreact. And it's no different this week. Kansas City Chiefs, people are freaking out. They lost to the Colts. My goodness, the Colts' defense was banged up. How did they lose to them? Kansas City's offensive line looked shaky. This, that, and the other. And keep your freak-out session going on. Keep the Houston Texans as the hot underdog pick of the week. Because you'll be wrong. I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs. If you think Patrick Mahomes, first and foremost, is going to have back-to-back -back weeks like that, you don't know Patrick Mahomes. That's A. B, can we talk about the Houston Texans for a second? They put up 53 on the Atlanta Falcons, who have been atrocious, one of the biggest disappointments in the NFL this year. And all of a sudden, it's like, ooh, look at those Texans. You see those Texans? Ooh. Yeah, what about talk about overreacting from week to basis? What about when they lost to the Panthers the week before? Let's not overreact to one week. Quite frankly, the fact that the Chiefs are only four and a half makes me tempted. It's the Chiefs as both my game of the week pick, and I'm doubling down on it. It's my lock of the week as well. Now, for the upset of the week, I genuinely cannot believe this is even considered an upset. 
But it's Saints versus Jaguars right now, folks. Jacksonville is favored by one and a half. And I, I, I had to look this up on multiple websites to even believe it. Because I went on ESPN and they go, Jaguars favored by one and a half. I, I had to Google this stuff. I had to go on other websites to believe that. I get that people like Minshew and he's an awesome story. Well, come on. Stop. Stop. Must be giving out too much green stuff there in Florida. The Saints with Bridgewater have beaten the Cowboys and the Seahawks. You don't think they can beat the Jaguars? The Jaguars? Come on, stop. And listen, I, I give Jaguars fans have reason to, for optimism for the future, but let's not get crazy now. I, I, I t- if you think Shane, Sh- Sean Payton and, and that group is going to go into Jacksonville and lose, be my guest. Now, Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, those are the two quarterbacks ranked at the top of NFL.com's number one quarterback rankings in the NFL. So they were both ranked tied for first right now. And I'll ask the question and answer it that I asked in my show today. Is Wilson at the same level of Mahomes? Listen, first and foremost, we need to put some damn respect on Russell Wilson's name. Can we do that? Man, just to recap, for those who have been paying attention, 12 touchdowns, zero interceptions. 73.1 73.1 completion percentage. Team is 4-1. and one. And he has looked great. And I don't use that word lately. He's looked great. And by the way, people are like, oh, Seahawks offensive line has been atrocious. It's better. No, it's not. It, it, first of all, eyeball test tells you that. B, they're ranked 24th in the NFL, according to Football Outsider on the offensive line. Russell Wilson, in his respect throughout his career, has not been equalized to the results he's produced. The man needs to be given more respect. He has been consistent. He has carried teams. He finally has a bit of a surrounding there, though the offensive line still stinks overall. Though he does have Chris Carson, who looks good. He does have Tyler Lockett. He has made crazy plays, if you want to talk about Patrick Mahomes' crazy plays. But he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's number two. He's great. I'm not saying it's not close. But it's Patrick Mahomes. And I know some people are going to bring up on Nick. Patrick Mahomes. He has the talent. I mean, he has this, that, and the other. He just has a gift wrap team given to him. Yeah, first and foremost, they've been banged up. I'll remind you, Tariq Hill has been banged up for a while. Sammy Watkins went out in the last game with an injury. Was thrown to some dude named Pringle out on the field who you know better for salt and vinegar chips than you do the man as wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. And Russell Wilson has some talent himself, as I just mentioned. Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson, go down the list there in Seattle. Moncrief, go down it. Ask everyone a week ago who the number one quarterback is in the NFL, and it's Patrick Mahomes. It's not even close. Talk about overreacting to a week-to-week basis. But now, all of a sudden, Russell Wilson's right there. And listen, this is going to be an MVP race. I'm not saying it's not. But can we stop that they're tied currently? I mean, EKA, sure. Now, one of the games of the week this week is the 49ers versus the Rams. And listen, I think this is going to be a close, very, very, very for good 4 o'clock window game Eastern time on Fox. First and foremost, I think this is a test for both teams and a measuring stick game for both teams is what I like to call it. If you're the Rams, I need to see something. Yes, I understand. Listen, I've I've been one to come to the defense of the Rams this week. People are moving them way too far down in people's power rankings. I had them at six this week. 
They're a 44-yard field goal away from beating the Seahawks. So let's not overreact here. But this is a measuring stick game. You lose to the Seahawks, a good team would then come out at home and beat the 49ers. And for the 49ers, it's a test because, as I've said, everybody's so high on them. I had them eighth in my power rankings this week because, which is lower than most people have, because who have they played? So this is an answer for both teams. My problem in picking this game, and 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 try, my initial thought was picking the 40, uh, the Rams rather, is then I look at the 49ers and I go, my goodness, in the trenches, offensive, defensive line, they have the advantage. Which is saying something giving the trenches team that the Rams have. But the 49ers right now are the best in the NFL in rushing, fifth in rush defense. And if they make the Rams one-dimensional one in that running game, which I think they will, it's not going to be pretty for L.A. Now, the X factor of this game is the 49ers offensive line versus that Rams defensive line. If they can keep Aaron Donald and company out of their backfields, they will win. If they don't, they will lose. My pick, the San Francisco 49ers win in a close one. And, by the way, I want to talk about fun coaching matchup. Kyle Shanahan versus Sean McVay. I, I truly, between this and the Chiefs matchup versus the Texans, think it is the game to watch this week. Now, quickly here, um, there's, uh, yeah, in the case you haven't heard, uh, like some problems and, and some drama and, and some issues going on in Cleveland with the Browns. And Odell Beckham Jr. making the following statement, quote, I hate losing, period. Anytime we lose and I don't feel like I did anything to help win the game, I'm going to get frustrated, end quote. His struggles in Cleveland aren't on him. They're not. And this is coming from someone who's been very critical of OBJ. But first of all, the fact that they're even considered struggles right now, Odell Beckham's performances, when he's on pace to reach over 1,000 yards, shows you how good he is, A. B, and more importantly, it's more on Baker Mayfield. Can the man hit the side of a barn if it was put right in front of him? Past two weeks, Mayfield and Beckham have the NFL's worst reception rate in the NFL, 30.8%. Go back and watch the coach's film, NFL.com. No, you have to have access to it, but go back and watch it if you can, or I'm sure there's other ways to watch it out there. He's missing him open. Baker is making the wrong reads. So I put very little, and I mean like 5 to 10% of this on OBJ. All right, that's the podcast. Lots of announcements, though. Lots of it. All starting tonight, 7 p.m. ESPN plus Cornell Volleyball, number one in the Ivy, hosts. Dartmouth, that's tomorrow. Sunday, jumping ahead for a second, NFL kickoff show presented by Thrive Fantasy, noon to 1 p.m., streaming live on Facebook Sports Nick. That's the video, the audio, VIC Radio. You Google that, you'll find it. That's anywhere online. VIC Radio, NFL kickoff show, noon to 1 on Sunday, taking you right up until kickoff. And then jumping back, Saturday, Two games on ESPN+. Plus. First, 1 o'clock, Cornell Women's Soccer hosts Harvard and Cornell Volleyball hosts Harvard. Again, looking to stay atop the Ivy. Cornell Volleyball, very good. Women's Soccer looking to rebound from a slow start in the Ivy. That's the podcast. As always, you just heard what I have in this weekend. Reaction on Monday. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Thanks for the support. I appreciate it. Have a good one.